I am a human being just like you. And if we can go deep enough on specifics, well, then we all can tangibly take something with us. And whatever you see for yourself, that inner sight, insight that you see for yourself, you get to take home, you get to keep, and you get to take that on your journey through your life. Not what Danny did, because that's not important, right? Like, it's fun to talk about these things. I enjoy it. I hope you enjoy listening. But ultimately, in your journey of life, in your process of yoga, there is an area of your life where you are already showing up fully. Welcome back into Climbing the Summit podcast, where the true summit is self-discovery. I was asked this week how I could use a metaphor like climbing the summit as a metaphor for life. When climbing a summit, there are some very limited factors that are that come into play. Right? So you know about how far it's going to be. You know about how much water you're going to need if you do a little research. You know about uh, how hot it's going to be. You know the conditions and you can prepare yourself for those conditions. Because of the limited parameters, it's easier to progress. It's easier to find mastery. But when it comes to life, there are so many different perspectives, views, um, little things that come into play like synchronicities that it's hard to make that jump, that leap. And I found that to be a really fascinating question because, A, I talk all the time about how your zone of excellence, your zone of greatness is portable. Something that's very helpful for my clients to see for themselves is those areas like skiing or hiking or mountain climbing, or for some people, raising children. Other people, it's going out and crushing it at business. Like they find fun and excitement in whatever endeavor, whatever pursuit you find that fun and excitement. Because when you're in those pursuits, that fun and excitement, that 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 brain that's always analyzing takes a back seat. And those th those thoughts are still rolling, those thoughts are still going, but at the same time, we're not listening to those thoughts. We are moving. We are progressing. Some people call it a flow state. I see it a little bit different than a flow state. But at the same time, it's some of those same components in, in the way that you can move about your life. And I never thought... Okay, well, hey, let's take a moment and explain to people or help people to see, clear up a few things about this misconception that even I had about how this works, how this operates, right? And for the longest time, I was in the same boat that you are. Like, okay, well, how does this make any sense? Like, how do we put these things together? And what, what, what I see now that I might not have been able to explain previously is is whenever I am doing that task that has very limited parameters, it gives me an opportunity to see myself for who I am. 
It gives you the opportunity to investigate, to see, to experience the witness. Now, it's very up in the air the way I'm talking about it. And so to bring it to a, a more specific, a more tangible point, yoga, right? Yoga is actually life. Yoga is not the thing that you see where people are making shapes on a mat. That's asana. That's an asana practice. Asana is a part of yoga. Well, when you're on your mat and doing asana, making shapes, you are also breathing on purpose. Inhale, move this way. Exhale, move that way. And that breathing on purpose with that synchronized movement, along with what they call dristi in Sanskrit, which is your focus, your gaze, what you are looking at, right? If you can do those three things simultaneously on your mat, what occurs is, yes, you'll get a shredded body. Yes, you'll feel more comfortable. You'll get a good stretch. You will get all those things. But more importantly than that, you'll begin to see the way your mind interacts with itself. Now, my homeboy Jason would call that conditioning. And I love that term, conditioning, right? This is the things that have happened in my life. These are the things that I'm thinking about. All of those things creating this beautiful mix to create this picture in my mind. And on the yoga mat, we get an opportunity to see it. And when we recognize that the only reason for us to look in that direction in the first place is because we are looking for freedom. We are looking for that growth. We are looking for that sense of who I am. And in that process, yoga allows, because we're doing these things on purpose, for our brain, our active mind to have things to do where we create space, right? So on the inhale, you lengthen, right? Inhale, lengthen, exhale. Move into the space that was created with the inhale, right? There's something that's valuable about knowing why we do something that has no relevance before we do that something. So when it comes to how do we make this metaphor? How do I come to the metaphor of climbing the summit? Why do I feel that it's imperative that my message, although fun, entertaining, that's not the main message. The message is that I am a human being just like you. And if we can go deep enough on specifics, well, then we all can tangibly take something with us and whatever you see for yourself, that inner sight, insight that you see for yourself, you get to take home, you get to keep, and you get to take that on your journey through your life. Not what Danny did, because that's not important, right? Like, it's fun to talk about these things. I enjoy it. 
I hope you enjoy listening. But ultimately, in your journey of life, in your process of yoga, there is an area of your life where you are already showing up fully. Now, I remember a few years ago that the place that I could show up fully was going hiking. Now, I had to have somebody help me remember that I needed to go hiking, whether it's by myself or with another person, but I needed to get out there. And it wasn't until I was out there and that I was going did I start to get this sense of why I felt so called to being out there in the first place. So yes, we are going to talk about more and more about taking that first step and what happens after you take that first step and what, how that all has to do with your thoughts, how that relates to you as an individual, how seeing through the thought created reality that we have allows for a more enjoyable experience of life. And ultimately, if you leave the podcast with a smile on your face and less on your mind, even for a few moments, that peace, that space, exhale into the space that has been created. And when you're able to start to see for yourself that, oh, oh, wow, there it is. I see what he's saying because these things happen in your own life. I'm not asking you to listen to my, Danny did this this way, so that's the way I should do it. No, 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 no. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying this is a path. This is a path. And the thing that has been helpful to me on that path, a couple different things, right? Sid Banks' work, the three principles, mind, consciousness, and thought. Several podcasts about that because I was so deep in in understanding what that meant. And I'll give it to you real quick. There's universal mind, universal consciousness, and universal thought. Universal thought is... There's thought. It's not universal. It's thought. Thought is what we all know. We'll start there. We have our mind. Our mind produces thoughts. We almost have nothing to do with that. It just does what it does. Consciousness. What we witness with thought is sitting on a bed of consciousness, right? And yoga has taken me deep enough to know that we experience consciousness. We could also see the consciousness And then we are actively in the consciousness currently, right? It's powerful stuff. Talk about that on a different podcast. But for right now, we have have thought. So for right now, we have thought. We have consciousness, which that's where we see the thought showing up. And then we have universal mind. And that's a little bit different than thought. That's that thing that bubbles up from the inside, that that's almost like that intuition that guides us and tells us which way to go, even when all of our thoughts tell us to go a different way, right? That's super powerful and understanding that. And But what unlocked it was Michael Neal's work. And that's the inside out understanding. 
And that's recognizing that we are experiencing what's out there internally. Like, and it, what we experience internally is out there. We think it's switched, right? We think that what happens out there in the world dictates how we are supposed to respond. But in actuality, how we think about things, how we see things, how we, how, what our perception of those things are allows for the picture of consciousness to appear. So I remember a long time somebody saying, if you believe something to be true, it is. And if you believe it not to be true about yourself or whatever, it's not. And it, I, I, did, I wrestled with that. And I'm like, well, what does that even mean? But when I slowed down enough to create that space, to see that the space was available, I saw what I think about, what I place my focus on, that's what I see. If I start to enjoy and see that there is an abundance of things happening in my life, well, then I'm going to start seeing more abundance. If I begin to see that life has this divine, chaotic expression to itself that allows for trees to grow, allows for flowers to bloom, allows for the weather to change, the sun to come up and go down. If we as human beings are birthed and we rebot and we die and we and we produce and we do and all of these things are happening and occurring and I have absolutely nothing to do with it. You have nothing to do with it, I assume. And if that's the the case where we have nothing to do with all of these things having this synchronistic beauty to where like I wouldn't change none of the stuff I see outside, bro. Like it snows, it's beautiful, it's ice outside. That's even beautiful. It's weird, but it's beautiful. And when I look at things from that zoomed out perspective, right, of Oh, wow, there is divine chaos, right? When I see those things, it helps me to, like, see my own conditioning come into play. So to go back to why it is that I believe that your personal journey can be informed by my personal journey is not because I think you should do what I tell you to do. It's because I hope that you take something that you see for yourself about who you are. And in that experience, in that moment, you come alive to who you are. And if not, throw it away. Leave it there. You don't need it. We just had a good chat. Thanks for listening. Love you guys.